What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. DJ KB in the house with you. WBTD. WBTD. Looking at episode <laughs> one, two, three. It actually is episode 123 today. Wow. And it that rhymed. That is so smooth. Dude, oh, we missed our calling. <laughs> Hip hop industry. Look out. We're coming for you. Okay. Um, episode 123, and we are in First John. Chapter 4. Chapter Quattro. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, John's looking at, he's always comparing light and darkness. Yep. Yep. And he is also talking about people who are in the church and have left the church, and now there's false teachers. Now in the beginning of this chapter, he's mm-hmm. talking about testing the spirits. Yep. And so, Bobby, do you want to read just maybe the first, was it first six verses for us there? Sure do. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Mm. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Okay. Mm. Some deep stuff, but I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just kind of. Interesting to kick this chapter off like this because Clark and I were processing this a little bit. Like we don't do this. People like in our culture today, we don't like test the spirits. What does that even mean? And it Mm -hmm. made me chuckle a little bit because we, our culture today, like we want, um, you know, cage free, uh, free range chicken eggs. We will look at our labels and we will test our labels and examine them and see like, oh, how much refined sugars in this? How much olive oil? What preservatives? I mean, it's pretty common, I would say, for a lot of folks today. Our lotion, our soap, you know, there's all kinds of things that we'll examine and see like, oh, how many calories? Let me look at my Apple watch. Like how many, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? My Fitbit. So we examine and we test all different kinds of things in our world today. But when it comes to spirituality, we'll listen to a talk and a podcast and be like, oh, that's yeah. good. That's biblical truth. Mm, yeah. That's good. And it's like, well, hold up a minute. Like, let's just test this and see what what is the Bible saying about that? Mm-hmm. What are trusted elders and respected people um, in my circle at my church? What are they thinking about this? Yeah. And so even with us in the podcast, like, let's go back to scripture. Let's turn back to the Bible and see, like, let's test this. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of like what the beginning of chapter four is talking about and and what practically, Clark, would you say, like, what yeah. does that look like? What does it look like to actually yeah. test the spirits? I think this kind of falls in line with one of the topics of conversation we had in our Table Talks episode coming out next week, but it's like, how can you discern God's voice? How can you hear him talk? How mm-hmm. can you tell when this is of you, your conscience, God, maybe it's actually of the evil one? How can you tell? Mm-hmm. And... I think when you're thinking through a dream or a conversation with yeah. somebody or just a thought, you just you just line it up with what does the Bible say about said topic? What does Jesus say about said topic? Mm-hmm. What do, you know, like you just said, what do my trusted friends at church, what do the elders think? What does my youth pastor think? But yeah. you kind of run through these checks and balances going, does this line up with Orthodox Christianity that's been 
preached, taught, has been fruitful for thousands of years. Mm. If it does, then I think, you know what? I think it might be from God. Mm. And we talk about too, like avoiding thus saith the Lord. Like I am 100% sure God told me, (laughs) you know, Johnny's going to share in the episode. Someone told prophesied over him, like you are going to marry this girl. And it definitely did not happen. Mm. Um, And so just testing, like, is that from God? Because she's claiming it is, but is it? And you just kind of go through scripture, Jesus viewpoint, you know, Christians you trust, that kind of thing. Well, and it's, I mean, Ezekiel talks about that too. Like take the meat and spit out the bone. Yeah. So like discern, Discern. sift. Yeah. Don't just take things at face value. We do that in other areas of life. So do that Mm -hmm. with your spirituality. For sure. Do that too. For sure. And then it it gets kind of um, more in depth, I would say. Mm -hmm. And as you read this, yeah. You kind of get to verses two and three, and it seems like there there's one level of testing the spirits, like you're thinking, a conversation, a passing comment, a thought, but then there's actually like real sure. deep spirit war, mm-hmm. I, I would say. Verses two and three, you know, this is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, mm-hmm. but every mm-hmm. spirit that does not acknowledge that Jesus is not from God you know, this is the, the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and now has already even come into the world. And so I would encourage you, one thing that we try to do is sometimes we walk around our house and actually recite scripture out loud. Yeah, yeah. We're in the car every day going to school, memorizing the Psalms with our kids. Like mm-hmm. say them out loud, proclaim the words, because we believe like it's powerful to have it in your heart and have it in your head, but also to speak it out loud and just claim like the the car, your home, to be a sanctuary, to be a place where like the kingdom of God, it's all about the Lord, it's about his glory, it's about his presence, it's about things that are noble and pure and trustworthy and good and heavenly. And you speak that word. And I think yeah. when it comes to testing the spirits, this is more extreme level, but if someone is demonized or you think someone is being very um, oppressed or harassed, you have them speak it out loud sure. and say, hey, I want you to pray after me. And you invite them to do a prayer. Mm-hmm. And I can think of multiple examples where that actually was very helpful for me trying to discern like, what is it I'm dealing with here? Mm-hmm. And is this person just not mentally there or are they really uh, demonized or is this they're having a bad day? I don't know. Yeah, There have been times people cannot get those words out of their mouth. And yeah. then you realize, okay, I know what kind of spirit I'm dealing with. Sure. And there are other times people are able to, in the power of the Holy Spirit, just say this out loud and they find freedom. Mm-hmm, but you're claiming mm-hmm. like I am one in whom God Christ dwells. Yeah. And I'm a, my body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so with it, you say, I believe that Jesus Christ is God. He died. He resurrected. He's promised to come again. Yeah. And you just recite that. Verse four is kind of talking about that too. Just like the power mm-hmm. that we have. You want to read that? Yes. Yeah, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so I guess a question coming out of that is, do we actually think like that? Yep, exactly. <laughs> because, and this is not meant to be a bad thing. I think elders and pastors ha- definitely have a, a role to play in all of this. But I do think that like the average Christian undermines themselves and, and like what they are capable of. And the spirit in them. In the sp- yeah, by yeah. God's spirit, God's power, God's authority in them. So it's yeah. not about the person, but... You have the same spirit that your pastor does or your elder mm-hmm, does or, mm-hmm. or the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead yeah. is in you. So mm-hmm. pray over your own heart, pray over your own home, pray over your own children and and walk confidently because Jesus Christ is king. He's victorious. He's ruling. And I think all too often Hollywood and other things have planted seeds of fear that actually aren't helpful, aren't even accurate. Mm-hmm. And so we just got to be confident going, wow, look at what Jesus did. He lives in me and his spirit's here. Yeah. This needs to be a really good thing. Yeah. So 
It's just my two cents looking at that. No, it's really good. Well, we so that was kind of what we processed first initially, and then we moved a little bit later in the chapter as well because it was like we can't talk about John first John chapter four and not talk about God's love for us for sure and our love for each other. Yeah. What verses were we looking at there? Well, yeah, look at verses. You want to read them? Verse 9, 10, 11, 19, I think they are. Okay. Starting in verse 9. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And now verse 19. Um, maybe mm-hmm. at a different page here. We love because he first loved us. There you go. There you go. So God first loved us. And once he first <laughs> loved us, we are capable of loving him back. Yes. And That's... then loving everybody else around you. But I feel like you brought mm. up a question, maybe like 20 podcasts ago. Did I? Yeah. Very profound as always. Mm. <laughs> but you said if your comment to me before I got up to preach one day was if we lived like we were loved, we wouldn't be talking about this. And I yeah. forget what even the, the topic was. Mm-hmm. But if we mm-hmm. lived like we were loved, we would be secure. We would not yeah. be insecure. Mm-hmm. We, if we lived like we were loved, we would not be living in fear. We'd be living in peace and freedom. Yeah. And here just saying like, God loves you. God loves you. Exactly. God loves you. God loves you is it's a good reminder. Well, and like the, let's put some, let's put some stock back in the Bible folks here. Yeah. Like, okay, hey, let me define love, you know, MTV. Let me define love. Um, who a pop culture when yeah. actually, you know, let's let the God who created the earth, who made you, who mm. died for you, Preach it, sister. let's let Preach him it. define yeah. love folks. Like this is the definition of love. Not that God loved you, but that, yeah. oh, you guys, not that we love God, but that God <laughs> loved us first. Right? Not that I, you love God. You. I'm tracking with you. But that he loved you stinking. My goodness, you guys, that's love. Uh-huh. That's amazing And, and there's love. assurance in this too. What verse was that? Verse 13. Because verse sometimes, 13. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you're like, I gave my life to Christ and I was eight years old and yeah. I, I don't know, I feel like I've fallen away or just kind of lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. with that, you're saying, God, you know, I want to come back to you, I want to repent, light that fire yeah. in my heart, but just have assurance in verse 13. And it, it says this, it mm-hmm. says, mm-hmm. we know that we live in him and he's in us. Because he has given us his spirit. Yep. And at least for, for our kind of background of Christianity, we just believe that, you know, once you're saved, you're, you're saved. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit can't come and give you a new heart and then you just mess it up. So we believe mm-hmm. like that assurance of salvation yep. is a real thing. Like John talks about how Jesus says, I have all, all my sheep in my hands. I'm the good shepherd. I'm not yep. going to lose one of I them. I haven't lost one. Yet. I have them all right mm-hmm. here. And so... I think have assurance that God loves you. Yeah. And if you have professed Christ as your Lord and Savior and you believe in his death and resurrection, mm-hmm. like follow him. Live out of that, that love. love. You know, yes. that's right. Mm-hmm. And then, that's you know, good. you love him back. So, but looking at verse 19, back again, we just read that. Yeah. Receive yeah. God's love, love him back, and then love everybody else around you. Yeah. Because it, but if we don't do that, look at verse 20. Mm-hmm. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother or mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. they're a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. Mm. Meaning, if you don't mm. first receive God's love and love him back, we're not going to be able to love those people around us. Yep. Kind of funny. Should we tell him about Kirby at church the other day when Uncle Ken used that illustration? Oh, my goodness. Sure. So Uncle Ken was actually referencing this idea, and he just said, if I told you all I love Clark, but I said to you, I don't love Bobby, and he didn't even say their names. I think he said, 
If I don't, mm-hmm. I don't love K1, 2, 3, and 4. And Kirby came home after that church yeah. service. I was impressed because she was actually listening. And she kind of <laughs> teared up. She's like, why did Uncle Ken say he doesn't love Bobby? <laughs> He's K1, 2, 3, and 4. Was he talking about me? Why did he say that? And so we had to yes. go like, one, daughter, way to go. Way to listen yes. to the service yes. because it sure doesn't look like you're listening. <laughs> and two, he's using this illustration saying, yeah. we can't just say, yeah, I love you, God, and then hate the other people in the church or mm-hmm. people who think different than me. Yep. saying, receive God's love, love him back, and then you can love everybody else. Yeah. So you want to end with that reflection question? We'll just wrap up. Sure. So one of the things that kind of lifted for me in this, um, and I wrote down this time, you guys, so I would not forget. One of the things that lifted to me was actually from a Spiritual Conversations with Your Children book, which is a, a great book. Um, I can get you the title if you want it and the author, but um, let's reflect. When was um, the most recent time that you experienced God's love? When was hmm. the most recent time? Was it last week? Was it a month ago? Was it 2000? When was the most Hopefully recent not. time that you experienced the presence of God, the goodness of God, the love of God mm-hmm. in your life? Because we talk often about, you know, reading the Bible and attending church yeah. and, um, and and regular prayer. And those are not the end all be all to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Those are things that we've talked about. And you've mentioned many times. I know Uncle Pastor Ken talks about too. Those are avenues. Uncle Pastor Ken. To experience God. Yeah. So when was that for you? And yeah, then, and it. why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So grab a cup of coffee if you haven't had one. Have your second one, <laughs> third one, and reflect on this. Yeah. So I think that's all we got. Yeah. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. For those watching, thank you. For those listening, love you. And uh, First John 4 come at you. So God bless you. Have a great week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.